When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Nick Friedle does a phenomenal job covering all things NBA for ESPN. He's in Boston. Kind to join us tonight. Nick, how you doing? Anita, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm I'm great. I'm great. Listen, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of I'm, I'm very wishy-washy with this with this uh, postseason tournament here, and and you know the fact that I hear that Steph Curry's got a foot injury. Oh no! All right, now I'm on Boston. What what foot injury? No way. Now Golden State they win two in a row with an alleged foot injury, and oh by the way, Curry going 0 and 9 from downtown and still beat Boston. I say this series is over tomorrow night. Nick, what say what say you? <laughs> well, Anita, with the way we're running on this series, if we both say that it might end tomorrow, that definitely means it's going to Game Seven. <laughs> no, I don't know what to think anymore <laughs> with these two teams. They have been back and forth at each other, and when you are ready to say that one of them is is ready to take control, and in this case, it would be the Warriors ending it. Boston has shown us plenty of times in the last six weeks that when you're ready to count them out, that's when they bounce back. It's almost like their back needs to be against the wall. So I'd like to think Boston would show up and force a game seven, but <laughs> you just you don't know with the way these two teams are, and you certainly don't know uh, with the volatility in some of these games. Uh, the one stat I hold to as we try to figure out what may happen tomorrow in game six, is if Boston stays in control of the ball and doesn't turn it over, they win. And if they're throwing it all over the place and they do not have a set on what they need offensively, they lose. And that's been the story of their postseason, but it's definitely the story of the series. Yeah, it was a big deal, of course. We had not seen Boston lose two in a row until, of course, they did. <laughs> a big question mark for me, and, and I wonder is, you know, is fatigue setting in? Uh, you know, this is, this is a, a Boston team. We know they went the distance against the Bucks against Miami. They're, now they're doing this cr- cross-country travel. Um, if they do win tomorrow night, they have to jump on another flight, head back out to San Francisco. I just, a part of me wonders what, what the fatigue level is here, Nick. I think it's high, but Anita, I'd also say that I think it's high for both teams because this series and the way the NBA structures the finals, there are huge blocks of time in between most of these games. And part of that is for travel, and you understand. You want the best product you can get. But I think in talking to to people inside both organizations, everybody's tired. So, yes, there is something to be said in the Celtics case, do they want to get on one more plane to go across the country on a six-hour flight? But those guys are competitors, and they know they've been in pretty much every game this series. And if they hadn't given away game four, this would have a completely different tenor to it. So I'm still expecting Marcus Smart and Tatum and Jalen Brown to, to show up 
and force game seven. But, Anita, you and I have been talking about this for weeks now. It's Steph Curry. (laughs) So knowing that it's Steph and he can get rolling at any time and he gives the rest of that group the kind of confidence that he does, maybe he just decides, hey, uh, let's end this thing, and that's entirely possible. But both of these teams are very strong-willed. They're tough. And to get to this point after this type of season, you have to be mentally strong, and they've both shown that they are that. Uh, Nick Ferdell joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's let's talk about all that's going right for Golden State, right? Like, uh, even though Curry 0 for 9 from downtown and, and Draymond Green spoke to the media right after and said he was livid, so I'm expecting a bounce-back game for him. But it seems like this Boston Celtics team, they don't have an answer for Wiggins. And in the last two games, Nick, he's really been the deciding factor, a big reason why they've won. I'm just throwing this out here. If 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 Curry struggles tomorrow night, but Wiggins goes off and has another double-double and is a big reason as to why they win and they win the series. MVP 14-1, to 1, Nick. Do you think that's going to be a, t- a topic of conversation um, with, uh, with, with the writers who vote for the MVP if, if that scenario happens and we see Wiggins go off for another game three? I don't believe so, Anita, and here's why. I think people want to give Steph that award. They've got to have a major, major reason why Steph Curry wouldn't be the MVP. And I'm with you. You're talking to somebody who never believed Andrew Wiggins ever in a million years could get to this point and could be this type of player in the biggest of games. And he has been. And it's a credit to him and it's a credit to the Warriors culture that is in place because I, I think that is crucial. They have gotten the best out of him and he has allowed his game and the narrative that surrounds his his game to change at a level that we haven't seen before for a player who's been in the league this long. Having said that, this is Steph's award if the Warriors do win. He is going to have all the push behind him. So I know that it's been an intriguing topic of conversation the last couple days, especially given the way that Steph shot it from three the other night. But all the Warriors have to do in my mind is win, and Steph is your MVP. Um, Draymond Green's mom goes to social media, um, expresses how disappointed she is in her son. And all of a sudden, you know, he's scoring eight, eight rebounds, what, six or seven assists. If, if that, that's all it took. <laughs> Mary knows best. <laughs> Nina, Mary knows best. And I know that out of all the criticism, I know that Draymond took that one most to heart. And what you have to remember, not only about Draymond, but this Warriors team on the whole, this is an immensely proud group. And you and I have spent a lot of time throughout the year, especially after the turn of uh, the new year, discussing Clay Thompson and the ups and downs that he's had. And could he be counted on the same way? Clay is uh, an NBA champion. He's one of the best shooters we've ever seen. And you just always felt like inside that organization when you talk to people that they felt he would find a way. And he has at times throughout the playoffs and certainly a couple times in this series. Same can be said about Draymond. Because Draymond has won at the very highest level. He knows he's a leader of this team, and he knows that he's a guy that sets the tone for everybody else to follow, especially defensively. So 
he heard all that criticism, but I can promise you that his mom's tweet and whatever she has said to him privately behind the scenes, that has cut through because for him to come out after everything has been said and play the way he did the other night, it shows you that he is strong enough to push past the criticism criticism that he's gotten. And Anita, you and I both know that there are plenty of guys in the league that would have heard that same criticism, and that would have been it for them as far as the series goes. Um, Nick, appreciate your time uh, as, as always, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us. You got it. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.